Welcome back to episode 4 of the Slam Dunk Podcast. And today I'm going to be talking about NFL free agency. I'm going to be going over all the free agents and whether I think they're they're going to stay on their teams or leave. I'm going to be talking about college basketball and some of the big games that have happened recently. Um, And then I'm going to be talking about Michigan basketball and about their loss to Minnesota and how it happened. All right, so starting off with NFL free agency, the biggest um, free agent this year is Dak Prescott. He's an unrestricted free agent. He's a Dallas quarterback right now. Um, And I am going to be giving my predictions on whether I think the players are going to stay or leave. And I'm going to see Dak Prescott staying on the Cowboys. If I were him, I would leave, but my my prediction says that he's going to he's going to stay. All right, next we have AJ Green who is a wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals, and I do not see a situation where he stays on the Bengals. I think he's almost definitely going to leave. I think teams like the Jaguars might want to sign him because the Jaguars have a ton of cap space this year and they might they could maybe use a wide receiver. So I think if I had to predict where AJ Green was going, I would say the Jaguars. All right, next up is Shaquille Barrett, the outside linebacker on the Buccaneers. Um, He's had a really good career so far. Um, I think he's going to stay on the Buccaneers. I think that will be best for him, even though Brady will most likely retire after this season. Um. I still see Shaquille Barrett staying with them. Next up, Allen Robinson, the wide receiver for the Bears. Um, the Bears are not really a great team. Their quarterback situation has been not great for the past couple of years. I think it's best for Allen Robinson to go somewhere else where he because he, he's really a talented receiver, and with a with a good quarterback, he he could be. A, a top five receiver, possibly. So, I don't see him. Uh, le- I don't see him staying with the Bears unless they make a big quarterback signing. All right. So there are a bunch more free agents, um, including Larry Fitzgerald, Justin Simmons, Levante David, Richard Sherman, Sammy Watkins, Hunter Henry. But the last one I'm gonna cover is Jadavian Clowney. Um, he's with the Titans right now. He was on a one year deal. I think he's going to leave. He's bounced around a bunch of uh, NFL teams, and I don't think he's going to stay with the Titans or re-sign. So I don't know exactly where he's going to sign next, but my prediction is that he will not re-sign with the Titans. All right, so before I move on to my next segment, I just need to let you guys know Philip Rivers, after a really long career, has retired. Um... He he's had a really great possibly Hall of Fame career, and so the Colts are going to need a new quarterback. After Philip Rivers is retired, they have a good young core. They have Jonathan Taylor at running back, and they have a great defense. So if they're able to get a new quarterback replacing Philip Rivers, they can they can be a really good team. Also, last thing, Patrick Mahomes yesterday was a full participant in practice. So from my point of view, it looks like he's going to play against the Bills. So that's a really good thing for the Chiefs. Um, I don't know if he's going to be fully 100% against the Bills, but it's looking right now like he's maybe going to play.
Okay, moving on to college basketball. Um, I'm going to be going over some of the big games that have happened recently. But before I start, I just thought this was really interesting. Duke, North Carolina, and Kentucky are all unranked for the first time in a very, very long time. Um, I think I thought that was really interesting because, I mean, if you look at the top 25 right now, some of the teams that are na- that are there are not historically great college basketball programs like Duke, Kentucky, and UNC are. Um, so I-, I just thought that was interesting. Okay, so some of the big games recently that have happened. Georgia Tech beat number 20 Clemson in an upset. They won 83-65. to 65. Um... Florida upset Tennessee, 75-49. So Michigan and uh, Kansas will probably move ahead because Tennessee is going to be moving back after that big loss. Baylor, number two, beat number nine, Kansas. So Baylor remains undefeated while Kansas has a fourth loss. Um, Houston beat UCF. So Houston is still 11 and 1. Iowa number 5 beat Northwestern, so Iowa improves to 12 and 2. So in the Big 10, Iowa and Michigan are looking like top teams. Um Gonzaga and Baylor are still undefeated. Texas is looking really good. As I said, Tennessee just lost. So those top teams are really looking all very good except for some of them who've had a couple of losses. Okay, so Michigan, about last week, lost their first game against Minnesota. Um, They were undefeated up until that point. They lost 75-57. So Minnesota really beat them that game. So they were, and they were undefeated before that. So that was their first loss of the season. And what was interesting to me was, so Minnesota had an early lead. And it seemed that Coach Howard took all of the starters out, especially Hunter Dickinson, their star freshman. He was benched for almost the entire first half, same with Isaiah Livers. So I'm wondering if Coach Howard did this on purpose as a coaching tactic. He wanted uh, his players to know what it felt like to lose, so they had to feel like they had to earn their respect back. And I, I bet that is what he was trying to do because – you're, there's no way he would have put in his bench players on purpose while he was losing by 10 um, in the first half. He could have maybe come back if he had all the starters in, but I suspect that he purposely put the um, bench players in so they would know what it felt like to lose, and then they would have to earn their respect back of everyone. Um same thing happened at the start of the year. So in his first couple of games, Hunter Dickinson played really well. Um, and we and everyone learned that he was the new star freshman for Michigan. But there were a certain there was a certain two week period in there when we all knew that he deserved to be a starter and he was one of the best, if not the best player on the team. But Coach Howard still kept him on the bench. Um, maybe showing him that he has to earn everything he gets and it's not going to come easy. So I think in just two years, Jawan Howard has 
really done a great job with the Michigan basketball program. And in just his first recruiting class, his number one overall recruiting class, that was just his first recruiting class ever. Um, He has Caleb Houston coming, um, another five-star recruit coming. So the Michigan basketball program is in good shape for the next couple of years. Um, Yeah, so some of the other notable college games that have happened recently, um, Ohio State beat Illinois 87-81, and Butler upset Creighton 70-66, and Baylor beat Texas Tech recently too, so... The the top teams, Gonzaga, Baylor, Iowa, Michigan, Texas, are all Villanova. They're all looking really good. Um, so I think March Madness this year, even though it won't be in March, will be really fun to watch because Gonzaga's going to be the team to beat. But a lot of these other teams like Baylor, Iowa, Villanova, Michigan are are looking really good. So I'll be excited to see how far each of them gets in the March Madness. Okay, now for my final topic of this episode. I was thinking yesterday, and I thought it was interesting, that the 0-16 Browns, in a short period of time, have turned their team around, and they are now a divisional round playoff team. They upset the Steelers, and they have a really bright future ahead of them. While in the same sort of time period, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. And then since then, they have not made the playoffs. So I I thought it was really interesting how that happened. So obviously the Browns didn't even have a winning season until this year with Kevin Stefanski as their new head coach. And they obviously upset the Steelers and almost beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. But the Eagles in the last two years, have drafted receivers in the first round. Um, They took J.J. Arcega-Whiteside over Terry McLaurin and D.K. Metcalf, who are both um, going to be receiving superstars, while J.J. Arcega-Whiteside probably isn't. And then this year, they took Jalen Rigor over Justin Jefferson, who broke the rookie receiving record. I knew when they were making that pick that it was a mistake. In the first um, draft, when they took um, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, it might have been harder to predict that D.K. Metcalf and Terry McLaurin were going to be that good, but I knew they should have taken Justin Jefferson instead of Jalen Rigor. So I wonder what happened there, like how the Eagles went from a playoff team, a Super Bowl team, to a really last place in the NFC East team. And the NFC East is a terrible division, division, so coming last place in that division is pretty hard to do. So I, I, I'm just curious what went wrong in the Eagles organization and what went right in the Browns because they've both had such big turnarounds, the Browns for the better and the Eagles for the worse. Okay, so that's going to do it for this episode. This is episode four. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you next episode.